Thanks for tuning in. This is Media Mashup, podcast about sports, culture, and two close friends with nothing in common. <laughs> My name is Clive Fasic. And I'm Chris Rex. Chris Rex. We're friends for many, many years. And we, well, I mean, we've always known that we have very few in common in regards to what we consume, what we enjoy, in regards to entertainment. Uh, yep. And basically, we spend a lot of time watching it for the other one and <laughs> and then making them just watch whatever we want. And so we thought this would be a good idea for a podcast. So uh, we've come together. We're going to come together once a week and discuss one thing that he's made me watch and one thing I've made him watch uh, in regards to what I like and what he likes. Exactly. So to... Uh, break that down a bit. How about we start with you, since I've just been blabbering on already, <laughs> uh, and that'll be, I think, a theme that goes throughout uh, the podcasts. Uh, what are you into, Chris? Tell the people. Well, I I, I feel like I'm in one of those uh, dating show right now. Oh, it's yeah. like, like what what am <laughs> like what am I looking for in a bat in a, in a yeah. bachelor? Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've just sat down for dinner. What are the three things you first? No, no, I'm kidding. The uh, I mean, first, first of all, first of all, we're millennials. Nah, I'm gonna, I mean, I I'm gonna keep it base. simple. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm your sort of standard geek. I, I mm -hmm. like to think I'm somehow different and special, but truth is, I'm really not. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, th I just. Uh, think I, 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 I hate all, all, all the spots, you know, video games, comics, superhero movies, all that sci-fi action. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I just think, I think. What Nails is just that you you're that you're that typical geek and nerd, but as a millennial, you grew up when it started becoming cool to be into that. Eh, I mean, like it, it sort of started to, but it, it's a kind of thing where it's like it, it, it's like I, I always said. It, I mean, you know, everybody has it, it is better than it used to be, but also it's like. Nobody likes people in glasses. They like good-looking people in glasses. You oh, know? of course, it's yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, and, and when I was growing up, it still wasn't there. Especially at least here in Puerto Rico, like no. Like, oh no, yeah. And that's another thing we mentioned. We are talking to you from Puerto Rico, where we're both born and raised, and proud to be. We are Puerto Ricans, so we have flags everywhere and talk about <laughs> it senselessly. And so, yeah, no, th that is the one thing that you and I have in common. That even though we're technically Puerto Ricans, I mean, we're born and raised here, but it's like. We're basically heavily Americanized. Yeah. It's not like we did it on purpose, but, you know, we, we, we got American cable TV, and it's so much better. Yeah, we got basically the one thing most influential is one American cable TV, hands down. Yeah. Number you, two. You, you watch the sports channels. I watch the Exactly. I mean, I mean, going to what channels. I'm into, going to what I'm into, I grew up loving watching and playing sports, and... Um, and a lot uh, nonfiction. I think basically, just like you know, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know if there's a word for for that. Whatever for you know. To be honest, okay, let's let's start the real talk. You know, I I t I think I'm smart because I watch a lot of documentaries <laughs> and read a lot of nonfiction books. But I'm just a meathead. You know, uh, no matter how many, no matter how many uh, uh, John Coltrane or. <laughs> Or progressive rock albums I listen to, uh, jazz or, or progressive rock albums I listen to. I just me had like sports and screaming at the TV while drinking a beer, uh, and, and and you specifically like the sport where people just bash into each other. Oh my God, isn't it thrilling? <laughs> uh, I I mean I do love uh, the one that's the one I follow the most uh, uh, heartfelt 
that never miss a game is the NFL, uh, specifically the American, uh, NF, uh, National Football League. But I do try to follow all the sports I can. Um, uh, you know, you know, I, like we mentioned, we are Puerto Rican, so we follow. If there's a Puerto Rican on the team, that's my favorite team. Yep. Even if they're both in the same division, the same <laughs> rivals, they got Puerto Ricans on it. I'm gonna follow them, and so. Although we gotta say, like, uh, football of of all sports is has the um, least Puerto Ricans in yeah. it. Yeah, no, and no, the no, least and, Puerto Rican followers. followers, especially here in the, in the island. Like, not many. I mean, it has its followers, mm-hmm. and you know, here we always like a good uh, final that the Super Bowl yeah. always gets some views, but nobody. Th- there's not a lot of hardcore fans. Mm-hmm. If like you go here. to a sports bar. Which actually, like, I would say, you know, that, that's what we can say. It's kind of going to be a little bit, if, if I may say the word gimmick, not, not, not yeah. to offend Clyde, who always wants to think we're loftier than that. Oh, <laughs> I want to be the most authentic hipster. We can't. No, but. Exactly. So, because that's one of the things we're starting, that we're, we're going to be watching this mm-hmm. season of football. This yep. We're going to watch one game a week. Uh, that's 17 weeks. The new, yeah. longer version of the NFL season. And Cannot wait. And you, we're gonna. Our first journey with in New York, in regards to your world, is we're gonna start watching the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yep. in order, not in chronological, in in in, in release order. In release order, yeah. Yep. Um, which one? I you know. I, I recently spoke to some friends who told me they're rewatching the MCU in chronological order, as in. Uh, Dates, as in, like they're watching Captain America yeah, but movie first. I thought about that, but really, you get to see you, you have confusing. to see Captain America first, then Captain Marvel, and really, I think it's more fun, especially for somebody like you who's never really seen the series. Yeah, wait, Captain Marvel. So Marvel has a superhero called Captain Marvel. Yeah, actually, it's a uh, we can't get into it, but short version, it's a fuck you to DC because they had Captain Marvel, but the. The copyright uh, expired on the character, so then Marvel took it over. Uh, actually, Shazam, Shazam was yeah? Captain Marvel, but now oh, they can't really? they can't call him like that because Marvel has the well, the copyright. I do like tea being spilled. Uh, but anyways, the point is that for somebody like you who has little to no knowledge of it, I think it's better to watch. You know, in release date order, you know, see how the MCU changes because because you're not gonna be like. Oh, look, look how cool it is! These superheroes fighting each other. You you want to like l- look at the behind the the scenes and yeah the you know like what it means mm-hmm. and, and also make fart jokes. And I can't wait! I'm really excited for this project. Uh, the first game we're gonna watch is uh, my favorite team, the Green Bay Packers, are gonna face the New Orleans Saints. Uh, we'll we'll be watching all the game. All the games are played at the same time. Every week on Sunday, so we're probably watching all the games, taking notes. It's gonna be a really uh, fun, just uh, free, free, go, you know, free flowing conversation in regards to what we noticed and trying to see if it, I can get the Christian to understand why it's so amazing to not just watch football, just to be a sports fan in general. Yeah, and basically, so all, all he said, but with uh, superhero movies. And the first movie is gonna be Iron Man. Iron Man, okay, Iron Man, right? Yeah. Iron Man is the John Favreau directed one, right? Yep, and starring uh, Robert Downey Jr., the first of many. Oh, okay, yeah. I I, I can't. I want to see if the the can't wait to see if the graphics hold up, and if his goatee holds up. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see, and you guys will hear, or I guess see or hear. We'll learn yep. how to, this works. How do podcasts work? They go through your nose. Um, 
So yeah, so tune in. This will uh, drop once a week. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, anywhere podcasts are available. Yep. This is the... I'm not not the... We were decided. I'm sorry. This is Media Mashup. And we start right now with football. NFL Sunday Football. Week one. Well, we just had a full day of Sunday football over here at Clyde House. It's been Sunday football extravaganza. <laughs> Week one, spectacular. I think we had fun. Did you have fun? Yeah, yeah. We we, 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 we did the full experience. We... We we got some friends over. We we got wings. We we got drinks. Yeah, we got beers, chicken wings, NFL football, uh, uh, gratuitous uh, 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 glorifying of the military industrial complex. <laughs> the full NFL experience. Yep, um, yep. And so, uh, uh, quickly to get so we can be able to get to all the topics we want to uh, mention. Uh, just to give a little bit of context in regard to the whole NFL, it's the first week of the new uh, proposed 17-week-long season. Uh, so it's going to be the longest season uh, that the NFL has had in a while. Uh, so, and interestingly, it is also uh, COVID season two. <laughs> yeah, so it was really weird to see all the stadiums at full capacity. Yep, not a mask Six, in sight. Maybe some mask. of them are vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I mean... Maybe, maybe, maybe... Uh, hey, America's going to be number one at something. Yeah, maybe Bud Light is uh, antiviral. Maybe Bud Light is like the secret antidote to <laughs> uh, COVID. Um, the truth liberals don't want you to hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coors Light lets you know it's cold because... And... Be, no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I, I messed that up. But you know how Coors Light shows you the blue mountains? To yeah, the... If they turn blue, it's also because it has the COVID, it has the Moderna vaccine <laughs> in its formula. It's brewed into it with the hops. All right, so we still haven't quite figured out what's going to be the the standard method here. But for today, what we did was we watched uh, the Packers game. Yep. Mainly because Clyde over here is a huge, huge. Would you say huge? I am an immense. Oh. A gargantuan, a well-endowed hey. fan of the Packers, <laughs> and uh, been a fan since I was a kid. Uh, I come from a big football family, and when I was a kid, the Packers uh, would hold summer camp here, uh, like you know those like day camps, mini camps. Yeah. Uh, the Packers had a player who was of Puerto Rican descent, Marco Rivera, great offensive lineman, and I'm. I I was able to take some uh, training with them and it was awesome and uh, watched every game since basically. Yep. Yeah. And so, uh, which makes it even uh, harder to then have to continue to talk about what happened today in Jacksonville because the game not exactly the kind of start you want for your team. Yeah. Right? Not like a very not a very uh, inspiring uh, start for a season. The the Green Bay Packers played the New Orleans Saints, a very uh, good team. Did not know they were that good. Who, who for even more concept, context, they, they, there was a whole situation where they had to switch stadiums. Exactly. Because they had home field advantage. 
but they had just been affected by hurricane hurricane Ida. Hurricane Ida just uh, devastated the a lot of the areas, the communities, and they're still dealing with that. So they moved the game, and we learned while watching it that New Orleans actually had the choice of replacement stadium, and they chose nearby Jacksonville. Not only because it's nearby, they can they have a lot of fan base there, um, uh, and it's a easier travel, but because uh, historically Aaron Rodgers, uh, last year's MVP and one of the greatest quarterbacks alive of the Green Bay Packers, does not play well in Jacksonville. And that was a very smart decision amongst a lot of smart decisions that led to that complete uh, devastation mm-hmm. of a game. And, and like, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm not, okay, so uh, spoilers, the, the score was... Uh, the game finished 38-3. to three. Exactly. So how, how like, because that, that's, I mean, it's obvious. That, that is, a, a, like, a big wallop of a, of a beating. I mean, that was a spanking. But would you say, like, is, is that like, oh, you know, at least what, a couple of times a season this type of game happens, or is this, like, extreme? Like, it's, it's not too extreme, right? It's, like, it's the walloping that you see once or twice a season where the team gets kind of humiliated, but, hey, it happens to everybody sometimes. No, I mean, in general... That game, that those games do happen. Like there's always a, a curve, and this, those matchups happen, and mm-hmm. teams get their ass whooped constantly every year. It just sucks that it was the first game. <laughs> it not only was the first game for the Packers. It was a game for the Packers. The Packers do not do that a lot. They get, you know, you know, they they'll get they'll get you know they get maybe one tough defeat, but not as bad as that. Um, the last time that happened was at Jacksonville against the Jaguars, and it was equally just a, uh, uh, one of those days that nothing clicked, and <laughs> the other team knew that and exploited it. And, and we, we got to say that. It, it's funny because, like, normally, like, I bet mo- most of the, the rest of the, the fans, you know, like, they were rooting for the Saints because, like, God damn it, New Orleans needs a win. Like, I mean, you were suffering over here, and... Yeah, I mean, uh, of course, I don't want to take anything away from New Orleans Saints fans. And the New Orleans organization. Well, I mean, Sean Payton, the ho- the head coach of the New Orleans Saints, uh, was once suspended for a year for taking part in probably orchestrating a bounty scheme. Basically, they were paying uh, defend- uh, players to hurt other players and other teams uh, for cash uh, benefit. <laughs> and so... So and, and now he's saying, the I'm head saying, coach. Like, like, it's like, no, oh, th- they, they let him back after all yeah, that? Yeah, he did. He... he he was the head coach when that happened. He suspended for a year, and he came back. Wow. I, I bet he really learned his lesson. <laughs> yeah, I mean. He, he had to take a one-year sabbatical. That was mm-hmm. basically his punishment. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it was paid as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah, but no, no, no. But, but what I'm thinking of is, like, you know, I bet there's some poor guy, like, you know, his house was destroyed. He's, like, knee-deep in water. Or maybe, you know, may, maybe FEMA got his shit together, so he's in some shitty hotel room paid by for the government. Yeah, no, I was... Know, I was e- e- eating some box lunch they gave him. And he's like, well... At least I got to see them wipe that smile, off, uh, smug smile off Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers' face. I was just picturing uh, uh, some person, like, uh, holding on to like a wooden door or like or or wooden furniture, like Titanic. But instead of holding on, they're holding on to their phone where they're broadcasting the game, and they're just floating down the river, 
uh, the flooded area, just watching the football game. Uh, the the yeah, it's 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 like the direct TV commercial, you know, like it's it's real life and real life, you know. Yeah, in actuality. And so, to give a little context about the game, um, I'll give a little context in regards to the whole season, but uh, and, uh, and and the rest of the NFL teams. But for the Packers, Packers are one of the main storylines this year because uh, their quarterback Aaron Rodgers is not just my opinion; is fact pound for pound one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And uh, he felt he was not getting uh, compensated adequately, and he didn't have okay. enough enough. Uh, power or influence. They had fired his longtime and the longtime coach of the Green Bay Packers, Mike McCarthy, hired a new upbeat coach, and there were some power struggles in between them. And this this was all like in the in this past off season. In the past two years, yeah, right. And then the off season, Aaron Rodgers said he had enough. He didn't feel like he's after having an MVP season last year, which he won the award. He said he was not feeling up to it. He just wanted it out. There was rumors he was talking to another team. It was not going to report to training camp, um, and negotiations were not going anywhere until last minute something pulled through, and it looks like he did get some more influence. Uh, for instance, he was allowed, uh, uh, they they re rehired uh, teams they had traded or, or released that Aaron Rodgers really uh, approved of and enjoyed. Um, and... Having that context, I wanted to see how is that translating on the field because sometimes quarterbacks so then that's so powerful that they can actually like him pulling a hail mary and giving it straight to the hands of a uh, the the opposing well I wanted a guy be, well, I mean <laughs> that I, I've never seen that you know I've never seen that happen before <laughs> with the Packers <laughs> Packers are known to be very good with hail marys uh, for people who don't know. If I want to explain anything for football, the Hail Mary is when you throw a really deep pass far away uh, with sort of betting on a fair luck that uh, your teammate will catch it. And they've been very successful with it. They have a lot of recent memory, memorable catches that have won the games because those plays were done at the right time, at the right place. They were third and 11. So first of all, they're not even the fourth down. They still have another try. Exactly. They're on the opposite end of the of the field where they don't want to be. And all the receivers were under double coverage. So not only does he he calls it they call him Mary, which means they send everyone for a pass, which means he's alone in the backfield. Mm -hmm. Everyone's being double coverage. So there's no one open. And I mean every everything happened exactly why what happened supposed to happen they double covered and they caught the interception and that was clearly the the the, yeah, the climax towards the end because at, at that the moment the, the, the score was still like three to 16 three 16 which is i mean it is a tough score but it's not an impossible score. exactly but then when that interception happens it's like you can see the morale drain from all that that is the 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 final nail in the coffin it's like yep they're gonna lose this game and then They made a couple more touchdowns. Yeah, no, yeah, no. The they, the the Orleans Saints kept scoring, not the not the Packers. No, no, the Packers, the Packers did not the, make a single touchdown. The first time not a they received one, <laughs> not I mean, not a single one. Uh, the first the first time they were able to reach the opponent's side towards the touchdown was during the second half. Uh, the only person that scored three points, which is obviously a field goal, was Mason Crosby, veteran kicker. Knew exactly what he was doing, so props to uh, uh, props to 
Mason Crosby. One of the things I want to also notice, uh, uh, which is a very important detail, why this failed. This was we knew this uh, we were going to struggle with this, but it it really was a, a a terrible Achilles heel, which was the lot the missing David Bakhtiari, our offensive lineman. He's when you say missing, missing he's, he's out for an injury. He's injured. Okay, okay. He's hurt. Um, David Bakhtiari is what I call the original. That bacteria? <laughs> no. <laughs> just that you might just take it because the Packers just take everything super seriously. No, it's not. His name wait, is David wait, 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 wait. The people whose fans are called she's heads take everything super seriously. You, you can't like. No, no. Surely no. you can't be serious. Uh, I am serious, and don't call me cheddar re cheese. No. Anyways, you tried. I I I tried it as as well as the Packers tried today, <laughs> and with the same results. And the uh, David Bakhtiari, I call him the original Dothraki, because he's uh, like Jason Momoa, but even more gorgeous. Uh, uh, piercing blue eyes, and he's an impenetrable wall. Okay. Don't he protects Aaron Rodgers' weak side, and it's very important. And clearly. He was missing, and Aaron Rodgers had a lot of time. Not not only had a tough time finding people open, finding time to pass the ball, and I mean, the score was thirty-eight to three. I mean, really, there's not much you can. Yep. There's not much needed to add to that. Uh, we were able to catch some of the other games. Yeah, we 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 watched uh, the uh, what was it was NFL Directv. What's what's the? Oh yeah, so no, so so yeah, so I was watching the. You know, with the 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 we were watching the NFL Red Zone programming. NFL yeah. Red Zone, for those who don't know, is a service where they provide clips, live clips, live updates, and live viewing of all the games at the same time with a narrator, keeping you up to date with the, the with everything that's like happening. It's, it's, you explained to me while we were watching it. Red Zone is uh, twenty yards to to the goal at that, yeah. that area. That's called the Red Zone. So the way. So they're showing you all the games at once. So the way they choose what to focus on each time is which team is in the red zone, which is the the area, the 20 yards uh, within closest to the touchdown. So okay. every, every time uh, a team is a, is a high probability to score or near to score, they show Exactly. That. And I have to say, that is the most ADHD nightmare-inducing thing yeah. I have ever seen. Because... It's not like oh they show they just show clips they do that but they they like to do a lot of the time they'll go like oh let's go here to the four way split screen <laughs> and then they'll show four games at the same time yeah and and you know not to brag but you have a pretty big TV so it's like yeah thanks for what, bragging for me when they split the the the, the four screens. I'm having trouble seeing them, and you have a big TV, so it's like I can't imagine somebody watching this on their phone or their laptop or like a something like 30 incher. Yeah, it's it's like, and and you're and, and, and then he goes like, oh, here on the left corner, upper left corner, we've got this, and then on the upper right corner, we've got this, and I'm like, why, why are you doing this the, to me? And then this was amazing because we actually had an, ex an exciting afternoon of football, so a lot was happening, so they would split it and. There were four different games about to score to break a tie. And you had this one guy just sweating it, breathing, trying to keep you up to date with everything. It was really intense. So uh, very uh, a little clockwork orangey. 
little when the, when they hold his eyes open yeah. to, to but, watch. But but you know, just like a good nightmare. Once you get into it, like it, I I got it. But 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 it's like you gotta pay attention because even when they're just showing the clips, mm-hmm. those clips sometimes can be as short as thirty mm-hmm. seconds. Like you look at the screen, you look to the side, you look back, and there's different colors playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 like they're playing an illusion on you, or like like someone's messing with you. Uh, the we watched first we watched which was cool because it's also re- relevant to you the Cleveland Browns and Kansas City Chiefs game yep. uh, because uh, for uh, whatever specifically I, I, odd reason you have a very soft spot for Cleveland yes I, I I'm a fan of that city I, I I will admit you know like I I know all the pop culture media thing and the, the only thing I'll concede to that is that Cleveland does have a very literal bad side and good side of the tracks, and I've always stayed on the good side. <laughs> so, hey, that is my experience. I probably, yeah. I might not have had the full Cleveland experience, but I like it there. I've, uh, I enjoy their teams, you know. I, I also, I, uh, I was a fan of the Major League, Major League movie, so, you know, Cleveland Indians was also a fun team for me. <laughs> okay, so then the, the, the Cleveland Browns completely show up and 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 really uh, demonstrate themselves as to be a top tier team, which is really weird to say that I'm saying that describing the Cleveland Browns, which are um, notoriously notoriously for those who like uh, who are coming from Christmas camp who don't follow uh, sports, notoriously not only one of the uh, worst teams in the NFL, but one of the worst franchises in American sports. I mean. They've not only have they not ever won, like they've a got Super the Bowl, worst losing streak in, in the NFL. Yeah, they just lose in a very in such a spectacular fashion. It's it's astounding to see. It's 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 it's. it's I think it's art. Yeah, the and way like, they fail. They've had like I, I even I've heard about this that they've had one or two seasons that like they haven't won a single game the entire. Yeah, and season. if I'm not mistaken, it was in a row. <laughs> like, they, like, like there's like two seasons in a row That's where they rough. won three games out of. They won three games out of, like, 25 games. But, like, the little train they could, apparently, they're finally, uh, although, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, like it did not end that well. But that yep. was another thing that was very interesting, because they were playing the, against the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Kansas City Chiefs. And you told me they're, like, the second seed, right? The second? Yeah, they were, they were, they were slated as the second-best team by most people in the league right now after Tom Brady's and uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I mean, very well deserved. Uh, their quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, is a uh, prodigy, a savant. I mean, it, like the thing, the 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 things he's been able to do as a quarterback uh, are incredibly amazing. And he's, you know, they've they have been able mm-hmm. to do a good support staff. And of course, their head coach must mention Andy Reid, the 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 eternal uh, walrus. The uh, is an amazing coach, legendary coach uh, that. Okay, all, all, all those people sound very important. Now, let's talk about the stadium. <laughs> the stadium. So, yeah, the stadium is also known. For, yeah, yeah. Because even as we were watching, they talked about it because uh, apparently it is infamous, that stadium, right? Because, like, it's, yeah, so uh, it's the, way the, it's the shape built, it's built. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So the way it's built and plus how the people comport themselves, behave, it is the loudest, most intimate, one of the most loudest intimidating uh, stadiums to play in in the NFL. That it's 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 known to get so loud there that you can't hear the comms. Like the coaches can't hear with their headphones. We're talking to coaches up in the booth. Uh, you know when they huddle up, uh, they can't run plays. 
So they have to default to just lining up sometimes and using signs because <laughs> talking is useless. It's, you know... Uh, Wouldn't that cause, like, some ear damage? Because that's, like, concert levels uh, of... Yeah, but I think the CT uh, helps him not notice. <laughs> like, I think you can notice the ten- the ringing of the tinnitus when the brain damage, you've re- the constant brain damage you received doesn't allow you to perceive it. <laughs> and the... <laughs> Uh, the, the I get it, I get it. The but uh, legendary fan base, Cleveland Chiefs, uh, Cleveland, the, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, <laughs> because they are legendary also as one of the best tailgating. Tailgatings are the big parties that happen yeah. before uh, they have it outside the stadium. Uh, also, so if you can't check that out, if you're in the Kansas City area, yeah. if the Kansas <laughs> City Chiefs want to sponsor us, um, so a uh, lot of good. Uh, games we saw the Miami also uh, Miami Dolphins and Patriots game uh, very exciting glad to see uh, that division starting to even itself out Miami Dolphins are a very fun team to watch also one of my favorite uniforms oh, the Miami Dolphins have really pretty uniforms as well as the San Diego Chargers if that's what if you don't want to uh, watch a lot of sports uh, uh, and you want to just want to join in just for the fun of this podcast join for just watching how they dress Mm-hmm. It's really fun to see how the matchups work, the different palettes of color uh, mixed together. Uh, that being said, that 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 really sucked about watching the the Chiefs and the Browns because they're both like just orange palettes. Oh, it, it was that, really that. jarring. It was like watching. It's like it's like if someone mixed Chex Mix and flaming Cheetos in a bowl. Just really, really disturbing. Yep. The it's, it, it was a really exciting uh, 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 day of football. A lot of uh, upset upsets. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Washington football team uh, played well, despite their quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick, the man from Harvard, uh, hurting his hip. The And the a lot of trades, looks like just a lot of trades, uh, big major trades worked out for people. Um, yeah. I... And something that I wanted to mention, because that's something. This is something we talked about, because uh, they they've been f- football to today is kind of very different from football like five years ago. Like the rules have changed quite a bit. They they've added like the the context and all that stuff. Like because you were even telling me like depending on how you 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 hit the quarterback if he hasn't left the yeah. pocket, there's all these rules that they're getting like stricter mm-hmm. with. Yeah. So so first of all, before I, I we go into this. Uh, the NFL referees are, ren- are renowned and very well known to be completely inept and uh, useless. Allegedly. Like, al- allegedly. I mean, like, you know, the NBA referees, especially because one of them came out and has spilled their guts, are not being corrupt and tied to the mafia. And, like, <laughs> same goes for college basketball. There's, like, you know... I wish it was the same in the NFL. This really is because they're incompetent. That being, uh, but that being said, like, yeah, so uh, roughing the passer, like we watched today, which both calls, turns out, were incorrect, which we're, <laughs> we're going to probably see that tomorrow brought up uh, in, 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 in sports media, um, is when, you, when the quarterback is in the pocket, which means he's not left the spot where he started the play, behind the wall of players. Uh, he's trying to make a pass, and uh, the defensive player who attacks him uh, has, hits him in, uh, from the neck up. And so that never happened, and yet they counted those flags. And so th- that's the thing I wanted to ask, because um, 
does the NFL you they they use uh instant replay, right? They were the one of the first ones to use it. Yeah, so uh, NFL were very early pioneers in instant replay. They have so they have the the officials who see it on the field. They have officials in a booth and there's headquarter officials who all review it. Um and I mean but that's gonna be like a challenge from the other team, right? The team I has don't know, to no, throw no, no, no. I mean, so you, the, in the cases we saw, those were official reviews, where the, 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 the referees themselves, first, uh, every every call's reviewed, whether it be a touchdown, or if someone throws a flag, it's automatically reviewed once, and then, if it's still sort of uh, in, uh, inconclusive, the officials can call an officiating review timeout, where they'll take more time to review. If you want to challenge the referee, each coach has a red flag, one per uh, half, where they can challenge a, a call. But that's uh, you, it's not like you don't you don't challenge a personal foul, for instance. But you can challenge like uh, the spot of a ball, or like you can challenge uh, some anything that changes some major okay, momentum okay. type thing. But yeah, but uh, pretty much overseeing. Uh, uh, Overpowering and overseeing uh, uh, the referees in NFL. Like, it's not like 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 the umpires, for instance, like in baseball. Like recently, it was happening. Like if the the manager wanted to check a pitcher for illegal substances, they were able to check them nine thousand times a game. Well, there was like a limit per inning or something. But yeah, it, it can be abused. It can be abused. Yeah. Well, the, there's it's very hard to abuse. The the referees to your favor like that like like or like a baseball where you can like f- get a foul for your advantage that type of messing with the game not messing with the game because it's part of the game but sort of that type of game is not in 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 football football's more about time management more than anything really yeah that, that's one of the things that, that that that's really weird about watching it because like I watch other games and so, I mean like because baseball is basically a turn based game like mm-hmm. they're just one by one it's just final fantasy <laughs> exactly but 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 more boring <laughs> and, but you know other teams like kind of like a little bit like uh, a b- basketball and football football especially like they're just like this you know like these big war battles you know nonstop right up until the end you know maybe some breaks but like that's it. But football, it's more like just a bunch of small skirmishes, like little guerrilla battles that mm-hmm. are just like they smash together and then they're done and then you reset the pieces and then smash them together. Yep. The pieces here being people's heads, of course. Exactly, yeah. The It's it's literally just running simulations over and over, war simulations over and over. And which is why I, when I commented during the game, like it's uh, if, you, if, you, if you're having a hard time understanding football, for instance, you're dating someone, who's into football and you want to learn, you know, because you want to get laid f- with from them and you want to watch it, a trick I recommend always is watch it as a whole. Don't follow the ball when they say, like, hike and you see the, the quarterback hold the ball or pass it. Watch as a whole. Watch the 11 versus 11, sort of like a chessboard, and that'll give you a lot more context in regards to the pace of the game, how deciding what's working or not, what's failing. Also, you'll get to see how just everybody's getting hit in the head, not just one guy. <laughs> yeah, everyone's getting hit in the head, even if they have nothing to do with the play. <laughs> yep. They're literally 10 yards away doing something that's just procedural, and they're getting hit in the head. The, so, like, that goes back to the example when I, with the Hail Mary. 
like they the the defense knows the Packers are going to throw Hail Mary because he's alone. He's put everyone to go for a pass on the line, as they say. And so, watching if you're trying to learn the game, watch it as a whole. Uh, I think it's very helpful. Um, it's going to be a really great season. Uh, next, it's going to be a really great season. The the next game is important for the Packers. Our week two game is against our, one of our division rivals, the Detroit Lions. Luckily, they are on, and even they're. I mean, they're. We're the Packers aren't on downward spiral. They just had a bad game, but we the, hope. We we hope, we hope this is the worst game of the season. We hope. We hope. We hope. We know. Although it would make for great podcasting to just watch yeah. you like oh hear, just like, like the, w- the watch the, great. Uh-huh, like uh, <laughs> I mean that'd be good rate good podcasting for <laughs> yep, sure. Yep. Um the so I don't believe in any of that, but if anyone you you guys can recharge your crystals or uh uh consult your nearest astrologist or medicine man. Get on me like come on like and ask for Packers guidance. Maybe it's that kind of thing because I tend to be, you know, like since my, my, my passions are more about hobbies, video games and and and, yeah. uh, and and movies and stuff. So it's like I don't really get that passion. Like I make a point of like, oh, video, a video game is just a game. I don't get it mm-hmm. too, too serious about it. So it, it was interesting to watch how your mood like, you know, you didn't get into a bad mood, but it's like you weren't as happy and excited as you were like. 30 minutes before, like, the, the score yeah. was that bad. Well, because, I mean, because, like, when, they, for instance, you're, you're excited uh, with movies or video games, it's all within your control, you know? Like, you get frustrated when you can't complete a level, but it's not like this thing that you put in, like, your, f- lack of a better word, faith in it. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, when you're watching it, suddenly you're not here. I mean, it's, it sounds kind of weird and hippie-ish, but. You, like suddenly you're a part of a team and you're like, oh, we all we all got together and we all got dressed up. I mean, in my case, I put on my sweats and poured a beer. <laughs> uh, and we sat down and watched and watched the game. So, uh, uh, which is, I think, why uh, sports and in general, anything like that's communal is so valuable and important. Yeah, it's, it's always good to be passionate about Something sports. bigger than yourself or something. That's the worst, you know, it could be anything. Let's say, you know, I don't know, uh, some... Would you really say that the 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 NFL? I mean, it's technically bigger than you. Oh yeah. no 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 no! I mean, I mean, <laughs> no. Oh, by the way, if you can enjoy the sport without directly funding the NFL, I am a hundred percent in favor of that. Uh, but without breaking any laws, without breaking any laws, of course. Anybody just go just to go. a pirate, or you definitely shouldn't just like you know look yeah. up links and stuff like that where you can yeah, watch them. Don't look up any Reddit moderators who. Are part of the NFL community. <laughs> um, the just you know, if you can, just don't pay anything directly. Go to your nearest pub or bar and watch it. The also must mention uh, the NFL. There are players with federal investigations that are still playing who should not <laughs> be playing in regards to assault and domestic violence, which the NFL is terrible at that, and the NFL is. Uh, highly involved with uh, I mean, the we're military also complex. Doing so the MCU sweat. by Disney and Disney's terrible. Like oh, yeah. all, all 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 media is made by horrible, terrible people. Mm-hmm. And the lie we tell ourselves, it's like, you know what? It's we don't support it, but we can't stop watching. Yeah, so at least at least we can <laughs> let everyone know that we are very self aware. Yes. And so But we're not gonna stop. But we're not gonna stop. But we'll <laughs> keep telling you all about it. So 
Uh, Next week, the Packers play Detroit Lions. We should be no besides that game. Any, no anything that's gonna be like interesting next week? You'd say. Well, I mean, the the it's it's so it's still early. Basically, the uh, the NFL season they divide up like sort of the narrate the narratives in like four games, four games, four games, sort of time divided. Mm-hmm. So these first four games, people are feeling out, getting strategy. Uh, there's a lot of new things. For instance, San Francisco 49ers are, I think, one of the first teams who are officially, you know, designated with the two-quarterback scheme. So the quarterbacks are taking turns uh, instead of just having one quarterback uh, play the whole game, uh, which is very fascinating. So they've got two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And one, and, and, no, I'm sorry, no, I think they're both white. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 no. He's just Italian. He's just, he's just Italian. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, no, the NFL is still racist. All right. Because it is the San Francisco 49ers. That's Colin Kaepernick, which, you know, which you, you commented that the Cleveland Browns had the all the Black Lives Matter and all the, all yep, the which is yep, good. Yep. I mean, we support that, but, you know, one guy did lose his job because of it. Yep. It's very nice. Good job. So, um... Just I just say join us next week to watch the next few games and we'll learn more and see how what else we can do and criticize the NFL. Yep. And now we're gonna take a small commercial break and we'll be back with the part that I actually enjoy, uh, our discussion of MCU's first movie, Iron Man. Another uh, another thing to enjoy that involves the military industrial complex. <laughs> Can't wait. Yep, that, that, that glorifies it. To oh, does it? <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. And we're back. This will be our first segment <laughs> of our podcast. Um, we'll, we, this is the part where Christian will be leading the way because we'll be talking about our first of... Many, well, many, many. A many, many, many movies to come in what is now known as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Actually, th- that's one of the first things we can mention about this movie, that when it came out, there was still no Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, like, the plan wasn't even thought out. Like, was Kevin Feige, Feige um, for those who don't know, Kevin Feige is the is CEO, what's his even title? He's just basically the executive producer of all these movies, and he's just considered... The godfather of the MCU. I think uh, corporate, you know... He's like a creative executive officer. I think corporate America, in this case, entertainment industry, should just adopt a term that they already have adapted in government, which is just czar. He's the Marvel czar. <laughs> that that would fit him. But actually, I, I think the internet likes... Uh, they call him the Marvel... The CSU godfather. They call him... The MCU godfather. They call him the Marvel... Uh, well, I forgot. The, uh, the Marvel El Duce... <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like old uh, uh, dictator names, <laughs> the, the the Marvel, the Marvel Franco, the 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 Presidente of the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> Do you imagine he just shows up every day to work in a full like commando suit with like the green <laughs> pants tucked into the boots, with the little like the whole hat, the Manuel Noriega uniform, <laughs> just like <laughs> today we're going to make Black Widow four. I mean, how else do you get respect out of the Hollywood elite? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, they're, they're doing Iran-Contra, but they're using it to fund 
tent pole movies <laughs> <laughs> that saved the, the industry. <laughs> I, I have no follow-up to that. Well, in that case, <laughs> let's follow on with the topic of this segment, which is, see how I <laughs> spaced it so I didn't say the words we're trying to avoid, like, like, and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> is the Iron Man. We uh, had a couple of friends over, and we sat, we watched it uh, on a Saturday night. Um, yep. Gotta say, the intro was equally exciting because I, which is, you're going to learn in, in, in throughout the uh, podcast listening, is that I am, I fall to boomer nostalgia. <laughs> I think out of all our friends. Oh, you're, you're talking about like, like the first act? Yeah, the first act. Yeah, you know, like like there's there's heavy yeah, boomer no, no. nostalgia. Okay, because uh, even before that, I want to mention that uh, I don't think you, you're gonna get this, but it was so nice to see the classic Marvel movie logo. Because I don't know if you if you remember that it's like they just do like the thing where it's like with the letters of Marvel and they have like the comic books of Iron Man. It's it's just like a short thing. Well, now it's like a minute thirty long, like jerk off. Like look at how awesome Marvel movies are. I didn't even know that they changed it. I thought they were just using the same comic flip flippy comic book flippy. No nah, man, it's been ten years. So you got to update that shit. Well, that's why I'm here listening with you. <laughs> I'm talking to you, and. <laughs> The like I like I mentioned, there's a lot of boomer nostalgia, mm -hmm. especially because of the parallels in regards to him making weapons and rock and roll music. Clearly, they were going for some kind of like uh, Vietnam era feeling into a modern world, which, of course, I always enjoy. Well, I, I mean, and, and it makes sense because it, it's a uh, you gotta remember that Iron Man's from the '70s, so yeah. uh, his. his Original origin story was that uh, he was he was taken captive by the Viet Cong during the Vietnam War, and you know it it, it kind of brings us all full circle because you know this movie was made in two thousand eight, but now that we're in twenty twenty one, yeah, we we all know that Afghanistan is basically just millennial Vietnam. Yeah, and then you know they he's he they go to the middle of the desert in Afghanistan, uh, to test his new weapon, and. You know, basically, he's just found, like, this... Instead of a drone, they just fused the drone with the missile and then found something that shoots eight, 80 of them at the same time, which is what they call the Jericho weapon. Yes. Why? Because the walls came tumbling down at Jericho. <laughs> no? It's all blues, uh, gospel hymn. I think... I mean, that's what I, I think that's what I call it. Anyways, the... See? It probably might be right. Marvel loves all that. You I know, like, surface-level symbolism. Exactly. That, that, that is just the amount of, like, Marvel symbolism. That's as deep as they go. You're, it just goes as deep as they go. a toilet trivia book. Uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, Uncle John's. <laughs> What's up? Lifelong. Uh, and so, yeah, and so I, I, I really do enjoy that. Uh, I, do, I do remember mentioning um, how, in hindsight, how we're so now aware of... The effect of you know uh, rich versus poor, you know how <laughs> how business is not businessmen and entrepreneurs aren't really in the same viewed in the same light, and that really dates yeah. the movie to two thousand eight because like, I mean he does have a change of conscience after his which we'll get into his experience, uh, becoming essentially becoming Iron Man in a cave with yep. some random doctor they just found somewhere. Ginseng. Ginseng. 
Yinsen. <laughs> Ginger. <laughs> oh, well, it took you that that long Ginseng. to come up with that. Uh, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, I'm working on it. Uh, um, I'm, I'm working on an injured foot. It's really affecting how, how my How about comedy. you work on just keeping your your mouth close to the microphone? You know. Oh yeah, oh, yeah no, no. I know. You know. I know you're better. You know. You're you're more of more yeah, expertise. Yeah, 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 yeah. And having your mouth around dicks. Sorry, I don't want to be. Um, <laughs> I don't want to use, uh, uh, I was going to say pandering, but not pandering. Um, uh, uh, I don't want to offend my, the, my, it, the, okay, the LGBTQA you, you, plus community. You, you like football. It's already assumed you're kind of a homophobe. Well, um, no. I don't want to say I want a homophobe. It says I, I'm, I, am, I am still cleansing my, cleansing my spirit. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, 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 the. The Boomer Sanchez fell for it. However, I must say that it was one of the most underwhelming second viewings. Um, mm -hmm. I remember, I think it's because I remember in my mind being blown away just because I think the, cause I, uh, I mean, the CGI does hold up. Yeah, and, and th remember, this is one of those movies you have to like place yourself. Uh, this is, remember, this is before all the entire MCU. Like before this, well, all the only things we'd had were, you know, uh, Dark Knight came out the same year. Um, X-Men, we had a couple of those, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, and, like, even that one, like, there hadn't been a, a sort of charming, uh, like, witty superhero, because even Spider-Man in those movies, he didn't crack that many jokes. He was more serious. Yeah, like, everyone, like, even from that first uh, Spider-Man movie... He was like, you know, everyone was ha like happy having lunch, and he was always like awkward and confused, and that's his whole thing. And then the other main major superhero was Batman, who's all, you know, uh, uh, gloomy and dark, and you know, uh, you know, I I can't deal with my dad's death and my mom's death, so I go kill people. I mean, I don't kill them because I have a moral code, but I go be dead. Meanwhile, Tony Stark's like, I just, well, I got captured, I, I, I got a weird thing in my heart, and then I built a badass suit of armor and just blew everybody yeah. up and got the fuck out of there. Yeah, he goes like, oh, I'm stuck in a cave in Afghanistan. I know I'm going to get out with quips and smart <laughs> references from 40 years ago. I just realized that my Batman impression didn't land because it just sounded like the normal way I speak. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I'm going to do my Batman accent. My Batman impression. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm super scary. Also, I I love that you just automatically assume that your Batman impression didn't land just because I, I didn't like laugh uproariously at it or compliment you on it because you know l letting the audience you know know real early just how much you crave that approval. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. I think it's inevitable that I'll lay down the insecurity <laughs> down real hard. Uh, uh, and when it comes to when it comes to entertaining my podcast listeners, <laughs> uh, by the way, the the you know the bad guy Jeff Bridges being played by Jeff Bridges, uh, Obadiah Stane, Obadiah Stane, aka the warmonger, the warmonger, the the ironmonger, the ironmonger, Obadiah, uh, for those who don't know, is stereotypically an Amish name. How I know that my grandfather is from Amish country, and the Amish people are dicks. So when I heard his <laughs> name was Obadiah, I did not trust him. I do not trust them. It's 2021, and they still chose to ride buggies. I mean, it's 20. It was 2018. No, 2008. Yeah, but they today at 2021 
still choose to ride a horse and buggy. Not even I, just on the horse. Uh, they build a buggy. Okay. So you said something else. Never mind. Uh, that being said, Jeff Bridges overacting his ass off. <laughs> Chewing, chomping. I mean, just sucking off the screen. I mean, what, really what else is he supposed to do next to Robert Downey Jr. just having a feast there, too? Yeah, but his whole thing is, like, is being, you know, it's not understated, but it's, like, it's not, like, like big. It's not, he's, he's being, he's, he's just being charming himself, you know, like, you know. I've always, one thing I've noticed from Jeff Bridges in uh, acting is he does a lot of lip smacking, and this is his <laughs> most lip smackiest. I mean, every line, it's like, can someone get him a glass of water? Were they no <laughs> PAs working on set? Okay, listen here, Stark. I'm gonna take over this. It's like full ASMR, really, really ahead of its time before the ASMR game. By the way, here's a little random fun fact for you. Uh, there's like a sort of uh, internet famous scene uh, where he overacts and he's talking to the to a scientist. And the scientist is like, oh, no, no, we, we, we can't, like, build a better arc reactor. We don't know how to, how to do it. And he's like, Tony Stark built it in a goddamn game. <laughs> Tony Stark built it with a penny and a paper clip in a c shipping container in the south of Nigeria. And you can't find... So Tony Stark <laughs> built an arc reactor with a microwave and a dildo in <laughs> uh, Ponce in the middle of the day. It was on fire. There wasn't a churches or w chicken or Wendy's in sight, and he did it. And there we go. Great, great Jeff Bridges impression. Oh yeah, dude. You're, I'm gonna. I'm actually. I'm just auditioned for uh, the. The Big Lebowski Puerto Rican musical production. <laughs> it's called El Dude. <laughs> El Dude. So wait, in, instead of bowling, uh, it, is it gonna be about no, car fights? No, it's Puerto Rico, so it's still about bowling. <laughs> if for those who don't know, I mean, if if it weren't because bowling lanes are now so goddamn expensive, Puerto Ricans like bowling. Yep. I mean, I do, and I'm Puerto Rican. So, anyways, hey. I digress. Did no, no, the wait, Iron Man wait, bowl? Wait, wait, wait. The Iron Man go bowling? Wait, you, you, you interrupted me so much. Uh, the That's whole thing, thing is that the scientist that he's screaming at is damn it, uh, um, the main character from A Christmas Story. I forget, I forgot the his name. You mean the kid? The kid. The he the, plays that scientist. Yep, yeah, because he's friends with John Favreau, so he just got him for Ooh. that little scene. John Favreau has the weirdest friends. <laughs> Roy Choi, famed inventor of the food truck as a restaurant and overall restaurateur and food guru. Um, John Favreau is also friends, um, I think, with uh, Jack White, I think. He's around weird people. Oh, also, one of the greatest fat faces in Hollywood. Really a humongous head. I appreciate because I have a big head. Christian, <laughs> you have a big head. I have a bigger well. head. <laughs> Um, one of the biggest heads in Hollywood, and he and I'm glad he wears it proudly. It's just big and red, and he has a red face, and he's like, I drink a couple beers and eat five tacos a day. I don't give a shit. 
<laughs> I'm gonna go make this Jungle Book movie. <laughs> yeah. Eh. So another thing that that I want to talk about that's one of these things that you know, you 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 haven't seen them, but you you keep up with uh, you get things by osmosis nowadays. You know, with the social media and everything. Yeah, yeah. You know that Marvel's done this whole ah, uh, a girl power, a lot of. A female-led movies, yeah, you yeah. know, Miss Marvel, Black Widow. Mm-hmm. They've got like the TV shows and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but whoa, have they come far? Because <laughs> this movie is not what we call <laughs> respectful. Progressive, to women. yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, it, the smartest, the smartest, most capable woman is considered that because she's really good at being an assistant exactly. who falls in love with the main character. Yeah, yeah. And, and you just got to love, right Right from uh, the, one of the beginning scenes, it's like there's this uh, brown educated reporter. She's asking Yeah, very tough smart, questions. asking tough questions, respectful. See, you know, you just kind of see like maybe there might be some kind of like secondary rivalry. Also, also just happens to be a hot, a super hot blonde. Who likes to wear uh, her shirts unbuttoned. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and it's like then he smiles at her Gives her some uh, one-liner. Yeah, yeah. He goes like, "Ah, you remember Back to the Future?" And then, and, and then they're they're just drinking, and then having sex. Yeah, no, remember this is this is, this is like Marvel PG thirteen. So they just skip to oh, like yeah, her yeah. waking yeah. up at the Malibu house. Mm-hmm. She's wearing his shirt with no nothing. And guess underneath. who's there? <laughs> Pepper Potts to kick her ass out. Hey, bitch. Don't let that. Don't let the door hit you where the where the good Lord split you. Mm, At first, out. I'm gonna call you literally trash. I mean, literally, yeah. Yo, mm, I'm gonna take you out with the garbage. <laughs> you piece of shit. Literally, not only was it the the movie sort of disrespectful to women, the women in the film were disrespectful to women. Exactly, and and then like also the I love it because another thing that really dates this movie. Is they make a reference asking him like, "Oh, is it true you went twelve for twelve with Maxim cover models?" And it's like, "Wow, remember Maxim? Remember Maxim? Yeah, <laughs> that, that wow. was a thing. That's like, damn, remember? Uh, it's like I think you know that was that was when that was when uh, dude, because I was saying that was like, uh, for some reason I always think of Maxim. I think of because I think it, it dates our age as well. I remember Jessica Alba. <laughs> I think she was because she was Fantastic Four come yep. out, and I think she was uh, one of the last big names. Who did like the you know because the Maxim cover because it was like there was like two there's like two there's like the like the like I don't know what was the, I don't really watch who was the main because I didn't care because Maxim was the one with the dude in lingerie you know was yeah. no because that, that, that was the thing Ma- Maxim was like the biggest one that also had like celebrities because since it was just like lingerie and under and swimsuits eh, they were okay with it like I it was yeah I'm sorry so so that's why you'd have like big name celebrities doing it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just remember I had really great articles on technology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, well, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the... The uh, the other thing that also dates this movie is that they oh, make a, a Robert, reference... Robert Downey Jr.'s hair. <laughs> the, the wig is not working. The, I mean, the technology now is better than ever. People yep. get... People are very... The, the, the technology is so good, people are opening up. You don't remember, like, this is him, like, fresh off. I mean, Shout I don't out know how to Dr. Eric Adler. What's up? Hair plugs, FT dubs. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, like he, 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 he's, like, he just, he got out of rehab recently. He's just done, like, these small movies. I think he did, like, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, uh, the Charlie Bartlett, Skyner Darkly. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
Este, so this is like the first big movie he's leading. Mm. So it's like after that, he now that's when he got the money for the real Hollywood hair plugs. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. He had he still had his 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 pre his pre rehab plugs. Exactly. His prehab plugs. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, to be honest, the whole movie is fine. I just thought I just felt that that was the whole point that I didn't like. They, that, 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 I, I thought. It is the first movie. It's the movie that made the MCU. It's the movie that pushed everything, you know? Yeah. I thought it would be... I thought I thought the the excitement would hold up, but I, like even, like, you know, the the fight is, like, whatever. It's, it's just, you know, the, he's just fighting the uh, Jeff Bridges in the in the mm-hmm. Aliens robot thing. Yeah, I mean... From what's, what's, <laughs> her, what's, her, what's her name, the actress? Oh, you mean the whole uh, Sigourney Weaver? The crane, the yellow crane thing. Is that in Aliens or is that in... Aliens, yeah. Aliens, right? Well, that, that, the whole... The <laughs> you know... I guess. But yeah, because that's one of the things. that, that That's something they... Because the Mar- remember, this is before the Marvel formula was a thing. Like, they, ha- they hadn't cracked it yet. They, this is them starting. Like, you, you've got... I mean, and it's crazy to think that it all started with, like, John Favreau, who's only directed... Uh, I, uh, he did Elf and uh, Sar- Sarathustra, Sarasuthra. Sar- he directed Sarathustra? Sarathustra. Sarathustra. It's some weird sci-fi board game movie. Wait, there was a board game and they made a movie into it? No, it's it's like a, I don't or know. Or they came up for the board game for the movie, like Jumanji. I think it's like a Jumanji scenario. Uh, it doesn't matter. Point is, you like you've got this, you know, director who's mostly known for being the guy who does movies with Vince Vaughn, and then you've got yeah. this washed up who, like at this moment, he's kind of considered washed up a, a Hollywood actor. And mm-hmm. then next thing you know, it's like you, it's the start of a multi-billion-dollar empire, and they would both go on to be like the hottest actor and the hottest director for yeah. the next decade. John Favreau's in charge of so many franchises. Mm-hmm. That have been so you know because he does all the Disney. Uh, it's not live action remake. It's the 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 live CGI, uh, realistic. You know he did the Jungle Book and the Lion King and. I mean that, that that's a live action remake. And did he do well? Live King? action? Are there? Well, I mean, are they are they motion capturing actors walking around like lions, or is it actual lions? No, no, Jungle Book. Isn't Jungle Book with a real kid? He, well, the kid's real, but you know the you know panthers can't talk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, hello, Mowgli. I love Jungle Book. That's one of my favorite movies as a kid. Saw it over and over and over. Oh my god, I dig that bear's philosophy. <laughs> just don't, just chill, bro. Anyways, mm. I digress. Yeah, like that bear's philosophy was very like uh, opposite to the libertarian philosophy, which is basically what this movie is a wet dream of. And that was smooth. <laughs> Ooh, that was like jazz. And we're back. And we're back. Mm, smooth transition. Segway. So good. Love it. The yeah, Because this is basically like a billionaire brings peace to the Middle East. And like we haven't gotten there yet, but small spoiler, the second movie is all about how like he won't give the suit to the government. Yeah. And he literally says, I have privatized world peace. Yeah. We don't need we don't we don't need antitrust laws. <laughs> we don't need progressive policies to help the labor. 
uh, you market don't understand. and to help the if working class. If I allow class. my employees to unionize, that means I can build my 40th $2 billion <laughs> Iron Man suit, okay? I'll only have 39, and that is just not acceptable. Can't you see? We can solve any war with philanthropy. <laughs> <laughs> philanthropy. I'm John D. Rockefeller. <laughs> I approve I, this message. I, I can just see the posters now, like unions hurt Avengers. Yo, I would a totally vote for watch, unions is a vote against Avengers. I would totally watch that movie. <laughs> that's like an Alan Moore comic. That's like a Watchmen. Like literally, like it would be like one of those HBO documentaries where they they I, where they follow like coal miners, but instead it's like the union workers are like like the sanitary workers and the construction workers that have to build this shit all all again. They can't keep they, they keep the 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 superheroes keep destroying shit, and then the unions that we can't afford the people who okay we have to keep building the same building over and over. We're gonna need thirty more than thirty dollars an hour. As you go on strike, and then there's this whole thing. It's not gonna be satisfying to you, but Spider-Man: Homecoming touches on it a little bit, sort of like that's kind of what the villain deals with a little bit, sort of. Really, isn't that the isn't that the quirky teen Spider-Man uh, relief of the MCU? Like, and they touch into politics, union politics. No, not not union politics, but like the bad guy is like the crews that were that cleaned up the city after the Avengers fight yeah. and got screwed over. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, where's this? Where, where does this bad guy come from? Oh, he was the 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 leader of Union Office Four Twenty Five. Yeah, well, you know, uh, <laughs> Spider Man was shooting this web all over the place. My guys, were, they couldn't keep cleaning it. It's like, well, there's a, there's a web here, there's a web here. It's like there's a flying elephant jizzing all over our fucking buildings. I cannot. T- <sighs> My God, you know, <laughs> Congress won't support our, our, our staff. They're all dying from cancer from 9-11. They can't be <laughs> swick, climbing up, washing windows off a Spider-Man web every day. I mean, John Stewart, he does what he can, but they just won't pay us 9-11 veterans. <laughs> wait, wait, what? John How do we Stewart. get here? Um, well, we got here because of the libertarian politics that were being expressed in Iron Man. Great segue, Clyde. Thanks for bringing us back on topic. You know, so somebody has to. Yeah, and I, and I can at least do it once. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, so I, I think now where it's time for our final thoughts, basically. Yeah, you can go ahead first. All right, uh, I mean... I obviously like it. I, I like all these type of movies. It's a fun action movie. Uh, you definitely have to, you know, if you're going to, because if you're, if you're watching it for the first time or you're rewatching it, you definitely got to put yourself, you know, like this was 2008. It was before all the, you know, Avengers was something that, you know, was still like a dream for most people. Nobody thought it would be possible. Like, nonetheless, all these other movies that have come afterwards, like, this is very early, you know, yeah. pre-everything. I and mean, I think if you put yourself in that mindset, it's, it's my final thoughts, Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> if you put yourself in that mindset, uh, you'll definitely enjoy it. And, and I mean, it, it's a fun uh, te- uh, sci-fi action movie, basically. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's a fine movie as... Uh me personally, as a reviewing, it was underwhelming in regards of it being the the movie that just led to this whole explosion in regards to the MCU. I think it's a good it's a good pizza night movie to watch. Uh, you, if you're a millennial like us, watch maybe with your parents. Uh, get a little millennial nostalgia since it's 2008. So <laughs> if you want to watch Iron Man, break out the Fallout Boy uh, on Spotify <laughs> and. Um, uh, in my case, 
what was cool at the time is you would wear Lacoste polos, um, Levi jeans, and Puma sneakers. And you would only you would French tuck the, the polo, so you just tuck the front part and then let the back hang. Um, and you just rock out and then order pizza with your boomer family uh, parents and be like, I oh, remember when uh, <laughs> you didn't let me watch this movie because uh, that was your born again Christian phase. And then no. <laughs> I, no, I'm just going with some weird ass tangent. But yeah, like for the record, you do not have born again Christian. No, I don't. Fans. I don't. It was just some, it was just some weird <laughs> character. But no, I uh, it was fine. Uh, it was fine. Uh, watch. Uh, uh, if you haven't rewatched it, rewatch it since you've probably watched all the MC movies, not like me. And next week, uh, we'll be coming out with the second uh, stage in this challenge, uh, which is? Uh, I think uh, Thor. Thor. Thor? Okay, I'm excited for that. I do like the character of Thor. I think he has Ooh. the coolest of the powers. The whole hammer and lightning thing is awesome. Yeah. And the whole mythology thing is awesome. But but like if you thought this movie was underwhelming, wait till you see Thor. Can't wait. Um, So next week will be um, Thor and week two NFL football, uh, depending on what happens this week. Which of course I've already seen. (laughs) This is clearly being happening. You know, Um, we're we're it's all being recorded at the same time. At the same time. and we'll we'll get to that. So week two, we'll probably watch the Sunday uh, uh, night game, the football night in America, um, uh, which you know I really don't know because I, I choose the games week to week. We'll find out during <laughs> the week which game we'll watch and we'll post it. All right, all right, that sounds good. Okay, so um, I'm Clyde Fasic. I'm Chris Rex. And this has been Media Mashup. <laughs> Thanks next for listening. Bye bye. Uh, please remember to wait, wait, wait. You know, you, oh you yeah, no, 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 I'm so excited. Can I do it? Can I do it? Oh, all right. Okay. Please remember to like and subscribe Media Mashup in all podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. And also leave us a review. Like, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends, your mom. Your cousins, tell your pool guy, I don't know, tell them that to, you, they have to listen to Media Mashup. And then spell mashup, M-A-S-H-U-P. Like Is it going to be S-H-U-P or are we going to do like S-H hyphen U-P? Or is it going to be like mash space up? No, because it'd be like Media Mashup, Mashup. I don't know. Media mashup, guys. Like, One, subscribe. Two words. Two words only. Yeah, two words. It's not we're really... They're, they're not going to be able to find it. I couldn't find your podcast. Oh, it's because there's an apostrophe in the middle of it. <laughs> Media mashup, guys. Like and subscribe. Leave a review. We love you so much. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.